Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Medicine Mondays. You're truly Dr. Barry Pierre. Excited to bring you a return guest. I'm always excited when I get the return guests on because one, that means that I I did a good enough job where they're not afraid to come back, right? Because that's always the thing, right? You know, you can have a bomb interview and they're like, nah, I ain't never going back to that show ever again. So at least I got that box checked off. And right before we started talking, I was, because I was going over, because I keep records, so I was going over her questions on the first go around versus her questions on the second go around. And she has been working. Ladies and gentlemen, Lunch Learning Community, I have here, right, who is going to, again, we're going to get to her business today. Like, if y'all don't, if y'all don't know, when I get guests on, we try to get into all of their business. Appreciate you for, again, taking the time out to stop by Lunch Learning Community, stop by our Medicine Mondays community uh, to, you know, allow us a little deep dive in what you're going on. How you been? Good, good, good. And thank you for having me again. I know when I reached out, I was like, I mean, I don't know if you want to be, you know, talk to me again, but I got some fun updates. So I'm excited for this conversation and grateful that you would have me back. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I've been really good. Like I'm in a really good space. These really? Oh, we love that. We, and we gonna, I want, I want to get to that. And for lunch, lunch, community remember, especially if you're new, last time I was able to have her grace our show was July 2020. Just to give yeah. you an idea of how long it's been, I will put a link to her old episode. Um, it was episode actually 156. And we're already on like episode like 318, 319, depending on when you listen to this, it'll probably be more. So I'm just excited to see one, so she can see how we've kind of grown here in the Lunch Link community, mm-hmm. but more importantly, see how she's grown, right? So if we can do a little introduction Yes. Yeah, more, I don't even say introduction, let's say a reintroduction, right, on who you are, how you've been, and then we'll kind of deep dive, because like I said, you've been you've been going to work, and I'm actually very excited to get into the business. Yes, and first of all, let me just say, I'm a little mad, because I'm like, dang, we could have just doubled the number. <laughs> I'm like five away from doubling the number. Yes. <laughs> but everything happens for a reason. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. So my name is Tierra Nicole Riley. I am a motivational speaker. I am now a five-time published author. Are we clapping uh, up for that? Yeah. Let's clap. Uh-huh. The reason why I want to clap for the Lunch Learning Community because at the time she was on number three, but she was working on the four. Yes. And you know, you know, in this community, we talk about action. A lot of people be talking, but we talk about action. So again, I just want to apologize for interrupting that. I just want to kind of give the kudos right there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yes, five-time published author. I am. Uh, I now have a life coaching firm called Rethinking Me. Um, so I, you know, I'm able to bring on other coaches, and we work together to serve our clients. Um, but also, my favorite new title. I am Kayla's mama, um, and I like to call myself a kick-ass mama. I'm a phenomenal mom on yeah. purpose, right? Yeah. Um, but I definitely have been in a really good space. And one of the things that, you know, I know we'll get into it later, but one of the things that I have learned to embrace in my rethinking me journey is intentionally creating the life I love. And it took work. It took some tough conversations. It took some tough decisions, but I am now sitting in the results of what it means to actually create a life that you literally love. Not always a good day. Not everything is perfect, but I literally love my life <laughs> and it feels so and good. You know, and that's and that's something that we don't even want to, you know, kind of blow by because that's that's a feeling that a lot of people don't have. Yeah. Right? A lot of people don't have the general feeling yeah. of loving what's going on with their life right now. And that's and that we're not saying all good 100 yeah, yeah. percent we're, we're we're combining the ups we're combining the downs but at the summation the love is still there so I, i'm actually yeah. very excited about that and that's what we do with our and with my life coaching firm is we work with people who are feeling frustrated overwhelmed lost 
or even if you're just like, meh, life's okay. You know what I mean? Like these are the people we love to work with because you can actually live a life you love. You could be well on your way in the next 90 days. Mm. Like you may not be there because sometimes you have to recognize there is a lifelong journey, but you can see tangible improvements in your life in three to six months of just being intentional about, first of all, figuring out what you want and then going after, like making a plan to go after what you want and then actually doing it. And then once you start to make those decisions that are aligned with what you actually want for your life, Mm. life's good. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drberrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Now let me talk because obviously it's been it's been a few years since we last spoke. And obviously things have changed. Two books. Yeah. We have a child now. Were there any, was there any one circumstance that kind of pivoted you to, to this point where you're at now? Or was it just more of like this accumulation of things and events that kind of occurred that got us to this point here? Funny enough. So I was at lunch with my father and he said something so casually, like, you know, what else? And he was, we were talking about like work frustrations and he was like, you got to figure out what you want professionally, like, and then find a job that fits. And he, he brought up the example. He said, I hate commuting to work. It's my thing. I don't like it. I don't do it. So if I find myself that I'm, you know, frustrated with my commute to work, I change jobs or I move Mm. period point blank period. But it, 100% and since making that decision he was like all of my jobs have been within working walking distance he lives in DC it's a little different there okay but he's like all of my jobs are in walking distance and if it's not I change jobs or I change apartments that's it I I think that because sometimes we definitely will try to stress over uh, a, a list of just details and reasons and issues and mm. I'm not saying excuses but we just stress over little things when if we're just going to say hey you know what this is a big sticking point for me yeah and I'm going to address the sticking point a lot of times and I'm pretty sure with the clients you work with a lot of times they're like no nah, it cannot be that easy and it is and so you know I'm I'm an all or nothing kind of girl like it's just who I am as a human right And so when I heard him say that, like a light bulb went off. I'm like, if I can do that with commute to work, which commute is not my particular issue or hot button, but I'm like, if you can do that with commute to work, you can do that with anything. And you really can do that with everything. Just decide what you want and only make decisions that are aligned with what you want. Hmm. And since that conversation, so we had that conversation like January, 2021, 2022, January, 2022. So here we are a year and a half removed. And I didn't even actively start working. Like I, like I started big picture, like planning and thinking through it, but like actively working towards the life I love in the past, like nine to 10 months. So it literally, and and I've been feeling like I love my life for a few months now. So it literally took six months of being intentional behind it. Before I was like, yo, life's really good. <laughs> and and love, some of the things, some of the things were like, okay, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like it's gonna take time for this result to get here. But even knowing that the answer is on the way feels a lot better than not knowing what the answer is or where it's gonna come from or where the relief is, you know. And so being able to just sit and be like, I know I'm not exactly where I wanna be today but I see it coming. I see the plan unfolding. I see the decisions that I'm making starting to take effect. I see the results coming from my actions. Um, And even in, once I got to that place, I was like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. 
Um, and it just feels really, really good. I've been through some really dark times in my life. I've been through some of the darkest moments I, I would have never wished on my, my enemy, right? But to sit here now at 31, 32 and be like, your life is good. And it's only continuing to get better. I'm just like, I love it here. This is awesome. I love it because you can kind of see the joy of excitement. And I think something that you kind of mentioned is that it didn't happen the next day, right? You had that conversation. You said, all right, I'm going to start being intentional about what I want to do. But you weren't discouraged that the result didn't happen in a month, in a month and a half, in the two months, which can definitely be frustrating for a lot of people because- And was. You like the instant aspect of the gratification we like the like i changed something and something changed pretty quickly for me like no i'm gonna i'm gonna go down there's this road here because i do see that glimmer and the further i go along that road the glimmer is getting brighter and brighter and wider and wider and like wow you look back you're like like i'm so glad i took the steps Absolutely. But I am a millennial through and through. So, you know, delayed gratification is not my strong suit. It took work. It took intentionality. It took therapy sessions. It took vent sessions with my friends. It took accountability. It took support. It took being honest and vulnerable about how I felt um, in those moments. But I made it. And I and I still feel like life can get better. I still feel like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm good. And... Yeah. It can get better. So let's let's talk about what it means to you, right? When you say rethinking your life. Yeah. Like when you when you get to that point where like that's the statement that's out there. That's the way you're walking in. That's how you're waking up. Like, tell me about that. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what? What can I do to get more involved with the lunch and learn community what can i do to get more involved with dr barry i got something for you this year we have launched the lunch and learn patreon community where you get access to a private discord access to live q a's depending on the tier you select you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drbarrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private discord today. Yeah. So at Rethinking Me, we have a three-step process that we walk our clients through. Unpack it, plan it, do it. Right. When I think of rethinking me in general, it's the unpack it process. It's challenging what you actually want for your life in any given area of your life. So really doing the work to dig deep and say, what do I want? Not what do I feel worthy of? Not what does society tell me I should want? Not what does my family tell me I should want? Not what does the seven-year-old me say I should want for my life? But in this moment, what do I want for me in this area of my life? And being specific about that is really the rethinking me process. It's giving you the space and the freedom to have autonomy over your life in a way that, especially as Black women, we are not organically autonomous over our lives. Mm -hmm. We are conditioned to believe that we are here to serve others. Right. So when when I'm working with black women specifically, it it's and a lot of my coaches, a majority of them are black women as well. And it's like we got to walk through and unpack so many layers of what you should or what you you know what I mean? Like what you're supposed to do versus what you're supposed what, to. And, and I'm going to say what I don't this what person wants for you. What, what someone told you you were supposed to do versus what you feel you're supposed to do. I'm pretty like, pretty, I want to make sure I separate that. Cause I know. Yeah. I- yeah. No, that's exactly it. And like unpacking, like, this is what I said I wanted, but why? Why? Yeah, and then when we I, get I, far I, enough. Like into, seven-year-old me. <laughs> seven-year-old me. Making when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> do you want to be a doctor today? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or a lawyer or, you know, um, or, 
you know, my family said I need to go to go to school or whatever. But it's really just unpacking what you want. And a lot of times we have this narrative like you can't have it all. First of all, you can absolutely have it all. However, the reason a lot of us struggle to have it all is because we're trying to do all the things we're expected to do and then also trying to do the things we want to do. And that is exhausting. Mm. That is too much. That is a nightmare. Yeah. But if you took off the plate, the things that you don't actually want to do and you're only doing to make somebody else happy or to do what you feel like somebody else expects of you. Now, do, and you, so, do, you, do you find that stage to be, especially when you're working with your clients, do you find that stage to be the, I don't want to say painstaking, uh, but the one that takes kind of the most the work to get a client through? It's the hardest. It's the hardest. But it's the breakthrough moment. It's the breakthrough moment. Um, I remember working with one client and um, we laugh about it today, but in the moment she was, you know, and, and I'm sure she was cursing me out in her head and I'm sure she was sick of me and wanted to leave this, this session and all these other things. And she just broke down into tears and she just was sitting there quiet didn't say anything. I literally muted my computer. I was like, she needs this moment. Like she needs this moment to just sit with what just came up. Um, And we sat there the rest of the session, just in silence. Mm -hmm. And I told her the next session, I was like, that was your breakthrough. That was your breakthrough. And literally just, I sit in awe to see all of the ways that she's been able to like, take control of her life and her business and her finances and her, her just everything. Like it's, it was like the light had come on in her life. And I literally, so now we can laugh about it. Cause I'm like, you was ready to curse me out. What you, she was like, now, now you're a friend. So she's okay with you now, but at that I time. really was like, I was really pissed at you that day. And I was like, I know. And I'm okay with that because that was the day you broke that wall. That was a day. And so it really is the hardest part of the process. But if you go through that part of the process, the other side of that is so, it's so beautiful. It's, and I'll, my job as a life coach is to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because at the, on the other side of that, I get to see the wins. And I feel like my client's win is my win. Honestly, like I get fulfillment from watching my client take ownership of their life to be set on fire for their purpose and their passion of what they actually want to do not just and then for her specifically she had like three or four different business ventures that she was and I'm like mm, which one are we going after first mm. I'm not saying you can't do them all but can we build one let that get profitable put it on autopilot and then go build the next one like you know what I mean? like what which one are you passionate about because that's where you'll see the success right um versus you just trying to do something to make money like yeah you can make money but and then rethinking how that looks right like one of you might be able to like if this is your thing you could use this thing to benefit this thing right like that skill set doesn't have to be thrown away completely right just because you're in one another whole business like no you could take that skill set but you're spreading yourself across five you got a regular job a life and you spreading yourself across five different streams of income at once, you can't build five things at one time. Not I, as a service. I love how you said the life too, because a lot of times, yeah, we, we blurry that line of our work and just our personal life and everything else because it just kind of you know we're like we're spending all the time at work, we're spending all the time here, and it and not necessarily recognizing that there should be dividers and yeah. same type of energy that we put in one, we should also be putting here. And I think that kind of goes back to just your focus on intentionality. Like, no, mm-hmm. like I need you to be just as intentional when you go to work for someone else or you're working for yourself as an entrepreneur as you are when you're just like, hey, I just want like I want to be the best happy me. Yeah. And when I, I recently wrote down like all of my priorities, because I was starting to feel overwhelmed, but overwhelmed about good I'm like all these opportunities and all these uh you know um good things are happening but 
to whom much is given, much is required. And that much is required was getting really heavy. It was just feeling heavy. Um, so one of the perks of having a best friend who's a therapist, um, and I have a therapist, like an actual therapist, but my best friend just happens to be a therapist. And I was talking to her about it and she's like, maybe you need to sit down and write out your priorities. And that's what I was like, first of all, I'm stealing that. Cause that was a gem. Okay. <laughs> I am stealing that bad boy. Um, but I literally wrote down, um, and I actually, so sitting at my desk, I have a board right here where I'm literally, so when I'm overwhelmed or stressed or okay. anxious yeah, or whatever, boom, right there. And I literally listed all of my priorities. It's like 11 different things, but I also ranked them, right? So in the moment when I got to decide between this or this, I've already declared what weighs more, what's more important. And then not only that, but I have my sub priorities just to be mindful of those. And those are ranked. So when it comes to like my number one priority is my daughter, period. Whatever she needs, she's going to get. But number two is me. And that's travel, that's self-care, that's rest, and that's personal growth and development. Everything else is secondary. So if I'm working and I'm, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm miss deadlines or anything like that. I have processes and structure for that. Um, but what I have to be intentional about is if I need a nap, I'm gonna go take one. Yep. And and not feel bad about it. And not feel not one ounce of guilt about it. If I need a mental health day and I don't have no appointment schedule, guess what I'm saying? Literally. I think it was Friday. No, Fri well, Friday daycare was closed because they had personal like teacher development day and stuff like that. And I was like, listen, we on autopilot. I'm responding to emails. I'll get to what I get to, but I'm not stressing myself to work when my number one priority is home. Mm. Uh -huh. The Friday before that, I was feeling stressed. I was feeling overwhelmed. And on Thursday, I realized I was like, I don't have no appointments on Friday. I'm going to get all my work done today. <laughs> I'm not doing no thing. Okay. I am resting. I am kicking back. I am relaxing. Um, and I'm grateful to have a, so my, my, my regular job, as long as I get my job done, we're good. Like he don't be on my, on my tail about like what time he worked this day. Or what time. Right. He don't even care. As long as nothing HR related hits the fan, we're good. We're good. We're good. Um, because I, I, you know, I handle all things HR for my my regular job. Um, and so you know, being able to sit in that moment and be like, I've been feeling overwhelmed lately, and I, I'm, you know, it's it's a lot on my plate. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Um, and you know, to be able to say, mental health day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it, you know, I'm, I'm doing me today. And let me tell you. I use my PTO. I don't know who needs to hear this. Use your PTO. Okay? Oh, yes. These, Let me tell you, July... No problem. Like, oh, you use it. I'm sorry about that. Hey. Yeah. A lot of companies have either use it or lose it, or they have caps on what can roll over. Um, ours is 50%. You can only roll up over up to 50% of the max, right? Um, so July, I was... I'm an HR manager by day. I sent out emails to every single person on my team with their current PTO balance with the like subtle take time off. Um, I As of July, I had two hours left. <laughs> and I'm emailing people with triple digit worth of hours available. And I was like, yo, I've been, I've been doing the damn thing. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning of the year, when I rolled over at max, I literally said to myself, I will not roll over not one hour this year. Mm. Not mm. one hour. And here we are halfway through and I'm at zero. And I'm like, mm. ah, I got vacations coming up. Ah, let me, yeah, let, me let me chill. I'm in two hours. Now, since, especially since it's been about, it's been about two, almost three years. Yeah. Right. Oh, actually, yeah, it's been three years. Yeah, three, because July 2020. Yeah. So it's been three years. Now, has the, the coaching, because I can't remember if you were also coaching at that time, or that's something that has kind of, you know, kind of came into fruition, because obviously, at the time, you were only three books in, now you're five, like, so I, I again, yeah, I love, I just love the growth aspect behind that, 
right? And and what that means for you. And 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 it sounds like, especially when you talk about coaching, you kind of see you kind of light up, right? You kind of like, like, and and you said I the really best because like your cool. clients' wins are your wins. So it's like you get to have multiple wins every yeah. single time a client wins. Now, is that something that kind of came into fruition during this time frame, or were you doing a little bit before? I can't remember. No, so well, let me just say I love helping people. I really, really do. I really, 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 really do. Especially people in the black community when it comes to subjects of wellness and self-care and mental health. And it we need advocates in that space that look like us, right? Yes. Um, but at the time I was I was doing coaching. Um, I was doing a lot of, a lot more speaking than coaching. I was kind of doing coaching as a, like, when people would ask, I'm like, sure, you know, uh, can you help me? I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, all right, like, um, all right, you, you want me to. Yeah, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. But the life coaching firm is as of 2023. Um, and it really is just being obedient to what I feel God was calling me to. Um, and to be able to help more people by bringing on coaches and so it's not just Tierra that's the coach. Now I have um, like three or four coaches on staff. Wow. And so you, when you that. talk about capacity, when you talk about impact, we can reach more people. Um, and I do have a guy coach. So if you have any male follow, you know, listeners oh. and all that, I, you know, I got a guy for you. The reason why I was about to ask, I, I'm so glad you said it, because I was about to ask you, because I know what typically happens especially at least from the, I'll speak only from the man's side, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that we see, because let me tell you, the women, y'all kicking, y'all kicking butt out here, right? Just, let me just, let me just start this sentence off right there. Y'all kicking butt out here. So, and of course, as an entrepreneur, I'm always watching other entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. So I'm always watching like, wow, the, the, the women are really, especially black women are really, really doing it. But what I always see is that because, it, especially if the black woman is the lead, they tend to have black women like follow them, right? They tend to have black women who want to be under them, and yeah. they they don't typically because like it's just a trusting, which makes all the sense in the world. Uh, but I always ask because I'm like I wonder like how many men are taking her up on her offer because I, we just we're bad. Like I'll be yeah. honest, we're just bad with it. Yeah. And, and, you know, and for, so for the, us, the... And I, I can only imagine how much unpacking you got to do with a man. I can only I don't even want to. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And I feel this way about therapists and I feel this way about life coaches as well. Um, I think you're, I firmly believe it about your therapist, but I am realizing it makes sense for your life coach too. Um, but they should look like you by gender and race. Um, there's nothing a black man can tell me about being a woman. And there's nothing a white woman can tell me about being black. Mm. And vice versa. I can't tell you what it feels like to be a black man in America. That's not my plight. I can tell you what it means to be a black woman in America. I was graced with that blessing. You know what I mean? So um, so bringing on uh, Jay, who's one of our, he is our procedural life coaches. So he helps people with processes and systems, um, but overall life challenges as well. But um, being able to bring Jay on as a life coach uh, under our firm has been definitely uh, beneficial because it allows us to connect. I care about Black men too. I'm just, I recognize I'm not a Black man, right? And I only have but so much. Um, I can have all the empathy in the world, but I don't have that level of understanding of what it means to be a Black man. And I don't pretend to, right? Just like I wouldn't want you to pretend like you know what it means to be a Black woman. You can love Black women, you can be around Black women, you can support Black women, but you'll never understand what it means to walk in my shoes. And that's okay, because you weren't designed to, right? Yeah. Um, so I always had that understanding and that acknowledgement. And so I definitely wanted to make sure I had at least one male coach on the staff um, who can support any men that happen to be drawn to our platform and just need that support and want to live. Black men deserve to love their life too. You know what I mean? Like y'all, y'all deserve to be happy. Now we get to the part of the show. Let's go. Let's go. But no, really, truly deep in my soul, y'all deserve to be happy too. And honestly, if black women were more happy with their lives and black men were more happy with their lives, maybe black love would be happier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if we showed up to relationships happy. If for real, if we showed up to the relationship happy, whole. Mm -hmm. Living a life we love where, you know what? My life is good. I'm just missing this one piece. If we got there first, mm 
and then went into relationships, how much better would those relationships be? How much better would those parents be, right? And so y'all deserve to live a good life too. And I just recognize that although I've had male clients before, it's just different. It hit different. Oh no, I agree. I, I can only imagine that. Now, now you said right now you're kind of been you're you it's kind of skewed as far as coaching and speaking. Is there one thing you prefer more than the other? Like, because obviously you're an accomplished author as well. So, like, talk about a person with many hats. Like, what is what is what is the thing that you're enjoying most about your life right now? Uh, I honestly have to. So, if I had to rank them, it would be. That's so hard. <laughs> if I had to rank what I enjoy, it would be speaking, coaching, author. If I had to rank impact, it would probably be coaching, author, speaker. And here's why. Mm. As a coach, I'm getting deep. I'm having conversations. I'm 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 getting in. I'm getting all in your business. Yes. And I'm walking through life with you for an extended period of time every week for three, six, 12 months. Every week, I'm holding you accountable. I'm in your business. I'm asking tough questions. I'm holding the mirror up to you to get specific, right? That's impact. The books go a little bit further than, than speaking only because you could, like, once you buy a book, it's yours for the rest of your life. As you go through different seasons and as your life ebbs and flows, you can reread it and reread it and reread it. Speaking, although it's the most fun for me <laughs> because I actually get to like have two-way dialogue and all those things. Um, it's a one-time experience for the recipient. So the impact is a little bit on the, now it it's high in inspiration. So the speaking may lead to you buying a book or, and I always give out books as like prizes and stuff like that. Or maybe you sign up for the coaching program, or maybe you get one of the digital downloads that I have on my website. So speaking is high in inspiration and, and motivation and getting you like the, the, the spark. You're like, okay. Like, that, like that, that was the energy I needed to get me through. I've been thinking through this and ah, this is it. But coaching is like, okay, now that we got that spark, let's make a plan. Mm. Let's actually do it. Like, let's do it together. Um, so I love it all. And I feel like all of it is fun. Um, but I enjoy the spark. I enjoy the Q&A. I enjoy the, the inspiration moments where you see the light bulb go off and you're like, oh, she just... Oh, she just, oh, she, she just figured something out. Yeah, I like, love yeah. it. Oh, she's talking to me. She's, <laughs> she's and talking you, to as me. As a speaker, you can literally see those moments where you're like, mm. that was, ah, I've been struggling with this my whole life. And here's that moment. You know, you can see that on their face. And that feels so rewarding. Oh, that feels so rewarding. Um, So I definitely um, love to speak and um, love to be able to just connect with people and, my favorite part of speaking engagements is when people come up to me after and, and want to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations and be like, oh, you know, what about this? And what do you think about this? And this is my story. Like, I love that. And then, that's really where you get them because, you know, they get so motivated because a lot of times, you know, we see a speaker, you know, we, you know, they do a great job, but we'd be kind of afraid. But the ones who have that energy to say, no, I need to, I need to go talk to her afterwards. Like I will stand in line. I will wait. Yeah. I will those are the ones who you could tell you you spoke to something on the chest on their heart. They're like, no, nah, I got I I cannot leave this room unless I get this my out of here. My favorite moment. That's my favorite moment. I love it. I love it. So what what's what's next, right? Because <laughs> when you when we talk about a person, because like I said, what I what I love, and I'm pretty sure medicine um Monday community and our lunch learn community kind of feel it. A person who is generally happy. A, a lot of times, right? A lot of times goals have been met, right? Mm -hmm. They they had some goals, they met the goals, they're satisfied for where they get to. And then sometimes content happens, right? They're like, oh, okay. 
Like I got the goal I was looking for. Like I got the job, right? I got the gig. I got the relationship. I, I was able to make that next time. Okay. Should I, what is the plan? Like, so for you, like, is there, is there more Mount Rushmore's that you know you still want to gravitate towards? Or is there more glimmers of light that you're like, all right, it's, it's, it's there, but like, it's not as wide as I, I want For me to. personally? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am uh, very goal oriented. Um, and so, you know, I'm always trying to think about what's next. Like I struggle to like stay in the moment and be like, no, 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 it's good right now. <laughs> you know, like that's where I struggle. Cause I'm always like, okay, what's next? What's the next project? What's the next thing? Um, definitely want to get back to full-time entrepreneurship. Um, I was a full-time entrepreneur, I think when we talked before, um, but when I had my daughter, I was like, she is being born to two parents who are well-educated um, in, in, in really good income producing industries. So I'm like, I need, you know, let me go use one of the degrees I got and, and go make some money for her. And then what I realized too is, she didn't ask to be here. I asked her to be here, right? She well, doesn't deserve to struggle for anything. She deserves to live a life and she lives a good life, okay? Like, oh, okay. Like, she I lives a good life, y'all. I could get into particulars, but let me tell you, that girl lived a good life, okay? She's well-traveled, well-fed, well-experienced. Um, so, but I also realized it lowered my risk tolerance to become a mother. Um, and I became a mother on purpose. So, you know, this is just the choice that I made. It lowered your risk tolerance. It did. It did. So as a full-time entrepreneur, when it was just me, I only needed enough to make sure the bills were covered. That's not a risk I could take. Like my demarcation for when I'm ready for full-time entrepreneurship is a lot different now. Okay. I I like that. Different. Like, because I got a mortgage, I got a baby, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I have real bills now, um, in a, in a tangible, not that I did, wasn't living on my own, but like, I don't know, rent feel different than a mortgage. <laughs> it's just oh, feel oh, different. Me, oh, trust me, it do. Yeah. It's feel different. I got daycare bill, you know, all of these things. So it's just taking into consideration, um, she doesn't deserve to be impacted by in any capacity by my decision to be a full-time entrepreneur. Um, so that's that. And then also um, I want, like I have staff, but I want to bring them on full-time before I'm able to be on full-time. I have people who've been rocking with me for years and I want to be able to, um, you know, bring them on as full-time staff before I'm ready to take that leap. Um, but that is, that's the next month Rushmore the, for the business is like full-time entrepreneurship and bringing on um, my staff, like my core staff full-time and um, just growing the coaching business. Um, my my goal, and I'm gonna throw it out there because we're, the law of attraction is real. Indeed, let's go, let's so I'm gonna just about say it. it. Let's talk my about goal it. for 2023 is to have three to five clients for three to five coaches. Um, so that's that's the goal for 2023. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what's next, right? And then also working on getting into um, more consistent paid speaking engagements and being able to work with colleges because I've realized I love talking to students and being able to share my experiences and my expertise and these life, like like college is such a transitional period of life. And as a transitional life coach, um, I want to get it, bef- you know, while they're, You want to be right at that transition point. Yep. And give them the support and guidance and the freedom and the autonomy to be able to say like, this is your prime opportunity for self-authorship. You don't have to rethink you. This is your chance to get it right the first time. Like you can do it now. You can literally, my, my sister is in college and I literally, I'm like, you have the chance to get it right the first time. Go after it now while you don't have bills, while mommy is still helping you with X, Y, you know what I mean? Like, this is your chance. Mm-hmm. Go for it now. Yeah, no, while the, because it's, you know, with, 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 you know, age comes responsibility and comes all of these things. And a lot of times our, our, our aspirations are, especially that we dream about, we will sometimes say, ah, you know what, right now I got to put a hold on that. But when you're in that point where, 
it's kind of open, right? Where the doors really haven't closed down. I, I definitely agree. Being able to say like, hey, now let me, let me, as far as risk aversion, let me take the risk now. Let me go yeah. now, right? Because I got time, right? And yeah. and I, I, I got time to be able to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, even if I have to necessarily fall back. So I, I, and I, I could definitely see, especially from a college standpoint, because I, I can, there, there, there's, there are so many instances. If I could have had a life coach talk to me and say, hey, Barry, like, I know, I know they want to give you like a free t-shirt and a fan. You probably don't need to sign up for that credit card. Hey, Barry, that part. I know you want to, you know, be a physician, but maybe you don't want to go in biology, maybe. Maybe you want to like, like there's so many different things that we, we tell 18, 19 year old, 20 year olds to make decisions on that they really not really for those types of decisions. Well, so and I don't even know that being they're... able to like just be there and say, hey, yeah. And I don't even know that they're not ready to make decisions. I think with good intention, but I think families pushed their agenda. Mm. And so they're not, it's not that they're not ready to make decisions. It's that they don't feel like they have the ability to make their own decision. Well, like that. And you see what I'm saying? And a lot of times, because we want what's best for our kids, I get it, right? But our definition of what's best for our child is not always what our child wants. And I think as a parent, we have to find that balance between allowing them the freedom to make their own decisions about what they want for their lives and then helping them do that in the most strategic way. Not do what I think you should be doing, right? Like a lot of people have majors in college and intended careers that have nothing to do with what they want. They don't care about any of it. Mm. But they do it because the person paying their bill said they had to. They say, oh, you better go and get this. Like, I don't, I don't. And it's not necessarily that. I don't think parents are saying, you got to do X, Y. Now, some do. But I don't think parents are saying, you got to, you got to, you got to. But they're saying, oh, but I thought you was going to do this. Oh, but shouldn't you do this? Oh, but what happened to this? Hmm. They're trying to communicate, this is what I want. And you're like, but I thought the plan was this. Okay, plans change. Right. The point of college is self-exploration. And having guilt-free self-authorship but a lot of times that attempt to self-author gets muddled with guilt expectations all these other like micro moments that um ultimately lead to like I got a whole I'm not gonna tell you which degree but I got a whole degree that literally for no other reason other than my family kept asking me, when am I going back to school? Mm. Wow. And I was like, like here, take it, take it. I, I've never even looked at that degree. I don't even literally none of my degrees, actually. I've never seen any of my degrees. And I'm I got four. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I just remember, like, even when I was a, uh, when I, I remember going through Bio 2, I was in Bio 2 lab, and I'm just sitting in front of this table, there's a whole bunch of animals I had to dissect, and I was like, I'm going to be a doctor, like, why even, why, why, why are there animals in front of me? And it just, it was just one of those light bulb moments that I was like, do I really need to do this to get to my end? Right. And then once, once, you know, I talked to my catch, like, nah, not really. Like, okay, it's, I'm out of here. But it's it just one of those things where you, we've been told, we've been whispered, hey, this is how you should do it. This is what you should do. And we just kind of go through the motions, not realizing we'd be unhappy going through the motions. Like, and I think a lot of times when we, when we even, when we think about going through the motions, we're just kind of like, we're just kind of there. We're not like enjoying the moment. We're not kind of, you know, being able to process what, what's happening. We're just like, all right, I just need to get from point A to point B. And, Literally. And it's such a light bulb moment. And when I go back to the conversation with my father, that was a light bulb moment for me because it didn't even dawn on me that I could enjoy my job. It didn't even dawn on me that I could mm. create the life I wanted. Right. And I remember talking to my therapist about it and she, she thanked, I'm grateful for the, the affirmation, but she was like, just the fact that you feel it's 
possible to design your entire life, that's growth, mm -hmm. right? And there were some things that like I couldn't make immediate decisions on. Um, and but it was like, okay, now that I know what the plan is, and that's that's the hard part too, back to the college students. So many college students get to graduation and the like, what next is like a horrifying question for them. What are you gonna do next? I have no effing clue. Thank you for asking, because now I have extreme anxiety. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, thank you for triggering me again. Like, I wasn't even thinking um, about it. I was trying to suppress it, and you done brought it right back to the forefront. Yep. Um, but I think a lot of the reason that question is unanswered is not because we really don't know what we want to do. It's a mix between, I don't feel like I can do what I actually want to do, or I don't know how to do what I actually want to do. I don't think it's really and truly, I don't know. Right. I think it's rooted in, I don't feel like I have the autonomy to do what I want or I don't know how to do what I want and do so profitably. Right. Yeah, so I'm, so I'm essentially, I'm just going to be, I'm just staying right here then. Like if I, I don't know if I should go left or right. So I'm just, I'll just stay here. And my family's over here saying, come here, come here, come here. But my happiness and what I actually want for myself is over here whispering, right? And so <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Uh, before we let you go, I want I want people to obviously follow you, right? I want people to know, you know, where they can get some books. I want people to know where they can get some coaching. So let let your let, let let's 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 expound the details. Obviously, and if you're watching or listening to this, all every link she says will be in show notes. But I just want I want to make sure we get it in audio. Yeah. Uh, because again, it's been three years, and like I said, I, we, again, we were joking before uh, we started recording. I was like, you've been really working these past three years, and I love again. I love when. Uh, the people on my, my shows be really, really working because like when they come around, I'm like, hey, you you getting busy. So where where can where can people find you? Yeah. Where can people get some coaching? Where yeah. people can book some speaking? Hey, colleges. I know yeah. you're I know you college administrators. Uh, you know, whoever whoever does that, that orientation, all college students gotta do that first uh week yeah. of school, first month of school. Like whoever's responsible for that, let's 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 make sure we tap in for sure. Yeah, for sure. So I'll start with the easy part. Um, I am on all social media platforms at Tierra Nicole Riley. And if you want to learn more about me as a speaker, it's tierranicoleriley.me. Um, check, 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 right? Uh, so I have my book. So I'll run through really quickly what all they are. So if you're interested or one of these topics speaks to you, um, definitely make sure you check it out. If you go to my company's website, rethinkingmellc.com, um, all of our books are there. All of our coaching services are there. You can sign up for those as well. Uh, so 23 and finally loving me is the story of self-love, healing, growth, self-discovery, all of those fun things. Uh, when Life Gives You Lemons is a story about persevering through life's challenges. And like, what do you do when you actually face those sour moments in life? Mm. Life After Loss is a story about surviving the grief of miscarriage. So in 2016, I miscarried twins um, and there wasn't a lot of how to get through it. It was, it takes time and just give yourself time. And I'm like, okay, what am I supposed to be doing? So this is, um, my mother challenged me to be the resource I was looking for. Um, so this is my attempt to do that and to really provide tangible things that you can consider, that you can try, that you can explore. And there's also a chapter in here about supporting people through that process, because what I recognize is that there were people in my life who wanted to show up for me, but had no idea how. So um this was the fourth book baby that was on the way last time we talked yes, um, yes but closer to my dreams is about entrepreneurship and just the things that I've learned along the way the ups the downs and how I got through them and then my newest book baby rethinking me um but it's an intentional step-by-step -step guide on how to actively create the life you love affirmations homeworks um 
my publisher who has published uh, four of my five books, she literally called me and was like, girl, this is the best one. <laughs> like she literally cursed me out and was like, first of all, check your tone. Why are you speaking to me so loud? Yeah. But she was like, this is the best one yet. Um, do we have time for a little? Oh, we do. Oh, we, we definitely do. Okay. So first of all, it's broken out in 10 different steps. Um, and I'll just walk you through what the 10 are. I'm not going to read you the 10, but I'll walk you through the 10. Um, but it's literally what's stopping you. Sorry, I thought there was a table of context here. Uh, what do you actually want? What needs to change? What if you could? Uh, what does it look like? Who has the time? Who has the money? Come on, somebody you can't do nothing without money now. Or time for that matter. Mm -hmm. Who do I need? Where are the results? And who's that girl? Okay. Um, so and then there's an intro and a conclusion, and each chapter has a set of affirmations, and each chapter has homework. The re again, I'm a life coach. We're going to get into it, but I love, love, love affirmations. And I think it helps you really get your mind on the, in the right direction because um, the mindset is the biggest piece of it. Um, but there's also homework for each chapter so that you can actually apply these lessons and and, and put it into your life. Um, but it's really, really, you need it. Um, and I also have a journal that if you, you know, need a new journal or just like a new journal, you can order journals on my website as well um, to kind of really complement it. Um, it is a blank journal. People have been asking for like a, a guided journal to go along with the book. So be stay tuned. That might be a thing soon. Um, but yeah, so every, all of my books and all of the, if you want to sign up for a free consultation for the coaching services, if you go to rethinkingmellc.com, everything is there. Um, and we are on all social media platforms at Rethinking Me LLC. Um, lots of gems, affirmation of each day. Um, get, let's get into it. We got work to do. Stop waiting. Whoever, whoever needed this, stop waiting. Yeah. Stop waiting. Stop playing. Uh, here I'm, I'm first of all, I'm just excited. I'm excited for growth, right? I'm always excited for growth, yeah. but I'm more excited for your growth. Um, I, I see the happiness. I see the bubbling, like, and again, let's learn community. If you check out episode 156, like we kind of talked a lot about loss, right? And that was, yeah. that was a big uh, discussion point. So if, if you can listen to episode 156, and then when you guys listen to this episode here, you're just going to see two different people. It's going to look yeah. like I'm interviewing someone totally different i promise i'm not i mm. promise it's the same person here but joy is joy was missing on the first one that wasn't and i'm not saying there wasn't no joy in the first one but you could just tell it's an extra oomph that's an extra oomph when when we're, when we're talking uh to this amazing person in front of us today and i, I appreciate you taking the time out to you know again just bless us and you know you know give up your time to you know kind of speak to us of course. Thank you so much. And and I appreciate even you just mentioned, you know, acknowledging that. Um, first of all, I think the pandemic changed us all, right? Like the pandemic changed us all. And maybe not in the same way, but there we're all different <laughs> before, you know, pre-2020, um, for one way or another. But I think also um you know, fall 2022 was a really dark time for me. Um, and that was when I started doing the intentional work of like, I want to be happy. I want to enjoy my life. I want my life. I want my daughter to see a happy mom. You know what I mean? Like, I want her to feel joy when she comes home, when she sees me, I want to be a safe space for her mentally and emotionally. Right. Like, I don't care. Like I, I care, but Please know I care, but I don't just care about her physical well-being. Her mental and emotional well-being matters more. Like I remember um, I was at my mom's house the other day and she like fell or something like that. And I was in the house, but they were on the patio. And so my mom, you know, was holding her. 
And I came outside so that she, not to take over, but so that she knew I was available, right? And my mom's, my mom's a Gen X, bless their hearts, right? But she was like, she's okay. It, you know, she didn't hurt herself. I'm like, emotional support matters too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's okay. I'm glad that she's physically okay. But if she needs emotional support, yeah, I'm I want her to know that her mother is accessible to her. Like, I'm glad she's with you and that, you know, feels comforted in that moment. But also, if she needs me, she's not going to look up and not see me. Amazing. That's just it, you know? And I think, um, but again, Gen X, that, you know, raised by boomers, it, it, you got to chalk it up as like just a learning moment for us all, right? <laughs> but, um, but yes, but making sure that in fall 2022, I made some tough decisions. I've made some, um, I've had some tough conversations. Um, I've released some some people who've been in my life for, for over a decade. Just had to let them go. Mm. I don't hate you. I don't wish ill on you. I just can't be close with you in the same way we once were because it's not a healthy and or productive part of my life. And I only have space for healthy and productive productive relationships. And what I learned is when you clear out the clutter. So one thing about the law of attraction, I know I, I, I'm long-winded, I'm sorry. Um, but one thing about the law of attraction is when you the law of attraction is not going to let empty space exist in your life for too long. So when you remove the negative, you create space for the positive. Yeah. Every time. Every time. So fall 2022, I'm like, I got all these one-sided friendships. Nobody's actually showing up for me in the way that I'm intentional about showing up for them. Like, this, it's just not fit. And not that it's like tit for tat, but like, overall, can it be balanced? You know, like, why do I feel like I can't? Can I get a little push and pull? Like, I can't be, you know? And then when I'm in a very dark moment in my life, you know, when I'm verbally communicating, I am not okay. I need as much support as you can offer. And I still feel like you're not showing up for me. Like that hurt. But when I took when I took the time to just say, you know what? I'm gonna back up. I'm not blocking numbers. I'm not cursing you out. I'm not, you know, it's just I gotta release it. I gotta let let you go. Um, and I gotta love you from a distance. And then what I realized, what I've learned is that that created space for its healthy replacements. Now I'm like, literally the month of August, I have 11 friend dates that I'm excited for. Literally, I get to see my friends 11 times in the month of August, y'all. Like, and I'm so excited about it. And I literally at the beginning of this year, I was like, I want to, I want to have friend dates at least once a week. Boy, did I wear that out this month, but it, it gives me joy. I get to, like, every week, I'm like, oh, I get to see this person. I get to see this person. Oh, I get to hang out with this person. And it's more reciprocal relationships. It's more healthy relationships. It's more productive relationships. Um, and it feels really good to be able to to sit with that. And I, I'm waiting on that romantically. You know, I've, I've cleared out the riffraff romantically. And now that this space is empty, I take pleasure in knowing that the healthy replacement is coming. Like, I love that. You know what I mean? And I sit in anticipation of that. The fact that my entire, I'm like, my whole life is good. That's the one piece. And when that piece hit, when that puzzle piece hit, Boom. baby, unstoppable, you know? And I, I can only hope that my person is doing the work on his part and is able to, you know, to show up to me and be like, life's good. All I was missing was you. Yeah. Baby. Yes. Uh, we in there. You know, so just sometimes you got to be willing to walk away from the, the bad or the decent in order to make space for the good and the great. Oh, you said the best. See, that's how, that's how we end it. That's, that's drop mic. That's how we end it. Drop mic. That's it. Let's let's not let three years go by uh, before we talk again. Please yeah. 
you know, feel free. You you are not a stranger to the platform. Thank you. Um, we we appreciate your growth, uh, and we appreciate you just kind of letting us in, and we just yeah. wish you nothing, nothing but success. Thank you so much. I appreciate. Maybe I'll circle back when I when I get back to full time entrepreneurship. Okay, I'll circle back and be like, "It's time to talk. I'm ready. I got an update." <laughs> or you know, the the Lord has a funny way of um. They they used to say if you tell the Lord your plans, you can hear them laugh. So may who knows what will happen in the next couple months, but um. As far as I know, that'll be the, the time I know for sure. I'm like, I got something to talk about. <laughs> okay. I'm with it. All right, let's community Thank members. You. Remember, make sure you follow. Make sure you get some books. I know a lot of y'all need some coaching. Get the coaching. Stop playing. Stop playing. And, and we are available for speaking gigs. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board certified internist like always remember to subscribe to the podcast leave us a five-star review and more importantly share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today again so appreciative of all you guys' support see you guys next week